0: Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go.
1: A quick word from our sponsor, The Door Devil. Homeowners spend hundreds on alarm systems each year, but rarely reinforce the weakest point on the home, the doors. Bad guys know this, and that's why kick-ins are so common. Simply adding Door Devils virtually eliminates the home security gap. Sleep better tonight, reinforce your doors. Visit doordevil.com and enter best ever to get an exclusive twenty percent discount on your purchase. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless and I'm with today's guest, William robinson William, how's it going?
0: I'm well. How are you?
1: Doing well. Thanks for joining us. William is a a broker in Kansas City, Missouri. He also owns a management company that helps, uh, one, manage properties, obviously, but then, two, do rehabs for properties that uh, need some work. And he actually oversees the entire process, his company does, from – the initial acquisition, working with his client, all the way through um, overseeing the rehab of the property, and then once a tenant is in place, uh, doing the management of of the uh, of the property. So. Uh, Wanted to speak with William because of his experience in uh, that process, and then also, you know, I I, I recently met William uh, through a client of mine, and my client used William. Um who I didn't know at the time, and spoke really highly of him uh and after I got on a call with him, you know we really connected and i I really appreciated everything that uh he told me about the Kansas City market, which we won't dive into on this call um but just the overall process and the knowledge that he had um I really you know wanted to invite him to to this show so William, you ready to go? I am okay, so Can you tell us a little bit more detail about your investing background?
0: Sure. Got into real estate about 10 years ago, flipping properties um, through different conversations with acquaintances. I ended up becoming a broker for an awful lot of people and developed quite a following of various investors that were wanting to flip. I knew that I wasn't swinging a hammer as well as the rest of them, so I moved over to working primarily with investors to flip those properties and uh, also help them do the acquisition piece. Once the market kind of uh, took a little bit of a slide, I went into the bank-owned listing side and worked for various small banks um, to divest of some of their foreclosed assets. And then recently got back into working with the investors, so that's the piece that I enjoyed the very most. And just last year, opened up this hybrid buy-and-hold business that we've uh, developed and perfected over the course of time and uh, now work on a buy-fix-hold model.
1: And that, that interests me uh, when you say a hybrid buy-and-hold business. Can you
0: explain that? Sure. So the hybrid buy-and-hold property is going to be a property that we can pick up and distress. The converse to the typical out-of-state investment property where you can purchase something from a turnkey seller, Uh, they've already taken a property, they fixed it up, they put a tenant in there, and now they're selling it to you probably pretty close to retail. What my model does is it helps you acquire a property that looks like junk or is in some state of distress, had financial distress, the property's most likely vacant. Um, Most of what we pick up is a foreclosure. And we will take that property, put it through our rehab team, get the property completely fixed up, and then have it ready for a tenant. But our ultimate goal is to be at about 85% of after repaired value. Uh, it's our primary goal. So residents selling something to you close to retail, you'll have an ultimate investment uh, that allows you to have some equity, some alternative strategies available to you so you need them.
1: That, that makes a lot of sense and the more educated I get with real estate investing the more I realize that that's where the money is made in real estate where you add value to a property everybody benefits from the people who are doing the work to the investor behind the scenes funding the you know the transaction uh, to the community um, having a much prettier and more functional property, uh, and to the resident who ultimately rents there because they've got a nice place to live. And and whenever I first started in real estate investing in 2009, uh, my model was to buy single-family homes um, that cash flowed uh, and were close or or already move-in ready um and i was i was i was fortunate to buy in you know, dallas fort worth at the right time um now it's a little bit crazy but uh i was buying homes that were move in ready uh and the cash flow was good but um it could have been better if i had taken the approach that you know your 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 company is is doing and Quite frankly, all the books I read with people who make a lot of money in a short amount of time, or at a long over a long period of time, that's what they do. You know, the the forced appreciation and um, yeah. the yep. the the challenge that I had because I actually tried this uh, in Dallas Fort Worth on my fourth house. Um, I I bought a place that needed what I thought was five thousand dollars. I bought it through a wholesaler. But ended up needing, you know, about fifteen thousand to twenty thousand dollars at the end of it, and uh, I I realized that, you know, because I live in New York City and I was investing in Dallas Fort Worth where I'm from, even though I'm from there, I wasn't able to oversee the process personally. Therefore, I was like, well, I I need to stick with my original model because uh, the the management of the rehab team is critically important, and that's a, that's a major challenge with out-of-state and remote investors, um, having someone there that is doing a, a good job to make sure that things stay on budget.
0: That's correct. It's very hard to do a rehab from miles away and not have it appropriately managed unless you've got the right team members that's on the ground.
1: So what is your best real estate investing advice ever?
0: Best advice ever is make sure that your model is transparent. Make sure that you have a clear understanding of expectations, uh, clear understanding of information. One of the things that I do to help present that for my clients is through a series of photos. Whenever I go and take a look at a property, obviously MLS is going to share 1 to 10 photos about a property, but I want to be able to share an awful lot more. So, I will personally visit the property. I take roughly 60 or 80 photos of it, all the mechanicals, the walls, the roof, everything that's important. It's going to cost money. And I can share that through uh, a Google Drive folder and the potential buyer can take a look at it, see if it's something that they would be interested in. That way they have a little bit better understanding of exactly what they are buying at that point. And before we get to close, we've done the inspection process. We also have a bid from a contractor. It gives us an idea of how much our cost of rehab is going to be based upon uh, their inspection of the property. But even prior to that, I've already come up with my own estimate of what the property is going to need in rehab to get to that spot before we even get to a contract phase. So our model just is based upon transparency, being able to provide all of those photos. Um, as we're getting through um, a project management phase or the rehab, we're providing additional photos of everything that gets done. So the outside gets painted, you get pictures of all four sides, so the roof gets replaced, to get pictures of that if we stabilize the foundation. All the pictures there. So my expectation is that you have several hundred photos of a property prior to the project being finished so that you know and understand that what you paid for is what you got. We're, we're not sitting here telling you that you know, we repolished all the hardwood floors when in fact it was just one room. And I had a real quick example. I had an investor from Canada flew to King City fired his old company because we went through the property and only half the stuff was done the way it was supposed to be. So he had paid for granite countertops and now the three sections of countertops in the kitchen. Only one of them is granite. They took pictures of the one. They sent it to him and said it was done. So he lost money there. And by doing photo evidence of everything that we can, you know that you're getting the product you have paid for. I think the best advice ever would be to make sure that you have the right team members on the ground and providing the solid service in an honest format and uh, make sure that they're compensated appropriately, but not compensated for mistakes.
1: I love that. And I think, you know, while your example is specific to a rehab, I I think you can take that up like ten levels and you know, apply that to any type of business transaction. You know, with transparency, make sure your model uh, is transparent because I know I I've come across it for deal syndication with investors where they want to know exactly as they should, and I should be offering it proactively. Um, what are my fees? What uh, will I be making from it? Uh, what are all the risks associated to the deal? And what I found is when you proactively address everything that uh, they might be wondering or they should be wondering, then you're going to come out ahead every time because they're going to know that you're on top of things. They're going to know how you do business. Um, And I remember specifically one of my investors saying that the only time he has had issues in the past in the business relationship is when the roles and responsibilities weren't clearly defined at the beginning whenever that's clearly defined at the beginning and there's that transparency then things tend to run a lot more smoothly
0: yeah.
1: makes sense all right you ready for the best ever lightning round
0: you got it, let's do it
1: okay best ever book you've read
0: you Even- know Anytime I hear an interview in the real estate world, I hear a lot of people quote out the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and I think that's a fantastic book, and it's one that everybody should read. But another one that I like a lot that I'm going to use as mine is going to be reworked, and it was written by the founders of 37signals, which produce a collaborative online system and platform called Basecamp and allow people to collaborate online. Um, using, obviously, a lot of different things. But they run a very, very simple company that does millions or billions of dollars in business. And I've just enjoyed learning how they manage to uh, stay such a lean company and produce such a large volume of business. Um, And and the book is fantastic. And talks all about how they understand their own business principles and how they accomplish them.
1: And it's called Rework, R-E-W-O-R-K? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I will check that one out for sure. Best ever rehab that your team has done?
0: Best ever rehab. Probably, um, when we go into properties, we... Can take a look as much as we can take a look at, but we can't tear anything apart. Um, a lot of people do. I choose not to. But the things that I'm always looking for, I try to find a hint of hardwood floors underneath the carpet. Um, so if I can find that, fantastic. When we walked into this ugly house. It had beat-up carpet that was 30 years old. Walls were ugly. Everything was just a complete mess. And when we were done, about 20 days later, pulled up all the carpet, we repolished all the hardwood floors, they absolutely shine like a mirror, and everything was sparkling and clean and fresh. And you know, that is our ultimate goal in every single property that we go into, but uh, every once in a while you get a property that just makes you smile when you walk into the door on the last day. And uh, that's what it is, it's the one step stand out. It came in under budget and still produced a, a wow product.
1: That's awesome. That's that's great to hear. Is there is there a trick to finding out if the hardwood is underneath the carpet without actually looking?
0: Without pulling the carpet. So my trick is usually to go pull up a floor vent where the air conditioning furnace would blow up through the floor. If I can pull that up, I can usually see right underneath the carpet seam, whether or not there's hardwood there or not, rather than actually pulling it away from the corner. That's more of a destructive approach. I'd rather be able to hide my quick look.
1: Okay, cool. I like that. Best ever success habit you practice?
0: Work hard. It's actually a contradiction to rework. Um, something to work on, but... <laughs> If I wake up and I hit the computer at 6 o'clock in the morning, I hit the computer at 6 a.m. and I'm still there at 10 o'clock at night, I'm still there. Um, I try to make myself available and accessible to my clients. Um, I work an extraordinary number of hours, but I also have a lot of flexibility to uh, provide for my three teenage kids that I have at home. So when it's game time, it's game time. That's- but, uh, outside of that, it's hard work.
1: And I I obviously haven't read Rework yet, but I imagine they do work hard, but maybe their philosophies work smarter, not harder. But when they are working, I'm sure they're working hard if they build a billion-dollar company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you looked at their security camera at 6 o'clock on Thursday night, it's going to be crickets. But those guys just they have this work hard, play hard rule, and, and it's been successful for them, and I'm going to get there
1: best ever internet resource for real estate
0: research? That is a tough question. I've had quite a bit of success with various forms out there depending on what type of information I'm looking for. Um, There's lots of forms that are available to anybody to go on, read, um, give their input. But some of my best information, some of my best ideas have come from various members on the forums, um, and there's just a variety of them out there it just depending upon what a person's looking for.
1: If, if someone's looking – uh, if a remote investor is looking into uh, a new market, is there any particular – resource online that you think they should check out prior to pulling the trigger on the market or prior to taking that next step to gaining, getting more information?
0: Well, there's that fabulous website called Zillow, which is sternly inaccurate some of the time, and occasionally it provides some good valuable information. Um, I do use Zillow in my business. Some of that data goes into the data reports. Another website that I use quite often to understand a market is city data, so it's d a t a dot com. What that does is it has lots of information about economics, crime, unemployment, um, all kinds of data points, but you can drill down on a specific area short as a zip code. So, sometimes I'll do a a suburb list off of a particular suburb city. Um, Otherwise, I can drill down to a specific zip code, and I'll use those data points to say, hey, this is a good area, bad area, um, based upon data points that we're able to find online um, from a third-party source that has no interest in my investment. So that's been a, a very good resource to be able to have clients take a look at. Best ever quote. There are no secrets to success that is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. I believe that was by Colin Powell.
1: Okay. What's the best ever place to reach you?
0: The best place to reach me would be uh, best ever telephone, 816-804-1226. And I uh, can also be reached by email. Um, so a lot of emails and off hours, so feel free to send me an email. I'm sure you'll post that up in the show notes as well.
1: And and do you wanna do you wanna give out your email address?
0: Sure. Email address is William at if you haven't heard from me in 24 hours, give me a call. I might not have received it.
1: And is that the you gave the best ever phone number? But is that the best ever email address? That's
0: <laughs> no, the best ever email address as well.
1: <laughs> okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much, William. It's been a pleasure uh, as always, and thank I'm, you. I'm so glad that we connected. Uh, and I'm looking forward to you know talking to you soon. Thank you.